Hello friends and welcome to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Today we are talking about a brand new Marvel movie, Thor yeah. Love and Thunder. Thor 4. Thor for, for, Thor for Love and Thunder. Were you four? Thor 4? I well, was. We're, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. At least uh, well, that's what I want to do. I mean, I was, I was four going and seeing it. And we did. And we did. Yeah, it's our one week anniversary. What better time of to... Of seeing it, yeah. 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 How have you been since then? Um, similar. Yeah. To how I was a week ago. Yeah. I'm, my life is no better, but no worse for having seen Thor 4. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So we will get into Thor 4. Thank you for joining us at yeah. the Random Fandom. I am Brandon Jewell, and this here is... Not Brandon The other Jewel. Brandon. Uh, it's episode 128. I'm Brandon Green. How have you been? Yeah, th- this was a really efficient introduction. Usually we like sidetrack, I sidetrack us and you get annoyed and then you give me the sound yeah. to like... I could tell you tried to sidetrack us, but it just didn't take. No, no, I'm actually... So here, because now I brought it up, so I kind of need to. I'll make it the quickest sidetrack that I'm Okay, so now we're producing. doing a sidetrack. It's already... Good job. Yeah. It's already on track. Yeah. The, the sidetrack <laughs> side is on track. All right. So we're in Brandon uh, Jules' garage. What is the motif? I know a garage is just like, you know, the overflower, but we got like a gym over here. We got a freaking Okay, when you, you're turning your head. I'm not sure if that, they'll be able to hear you. Okay, so way. over this way, I'm protecting my <laughs> voice behind my left shoulder. The hell? Uh, we got a gym set up that looks like it's getting used a lot. I'm not... <laughs> I'm glad it looks like it. <laughs> and then we got a pantry over here. We got an alarming amount of tape over here. It looks like you're like w- into weird like restraints, like with like unwilling people. To be fair, if Clients. that were the case, yeah, I would at least have run out of tape at some point. But that tape's been there for a long time. Okay, so you're 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 scouting your next yes uh, group of victims. I'm learning. Yeah, and then we got like a recycling center here. <laughs> we got whatever the hell all this is. We got your arcade over there here. This is... We've a, got literally a box of 90, 90 packs of Welch's mixed fruit fruit snacks. Yeah. That's a Costco buy. Yeah, it is. Okay, that's enough. I just wanted to, you know, feel like I, I did something and contributed something to this conversation. Well, congratulations. I think you did. Yeah, we're getting into Thor 4, Love and Thunder, and we are all for our fake sponsors. Yes, yeah, so we have two fake sponsors today. Oh boy. I'm uh, just now getting to our first one that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, we're hearing about this for the first time as well. It's always fun when we get to do that. So please, if you would. Okay, uh, so this this fake sponsor is Bring Your Hot Son to Work Day, an online petition urging parents with attractive sons to bring these little developing sex bombs to the office every once in a while. Because Brenda in accounting is horny. <laughs> Paid for by horny Brenda in accounting. <laughs> so, yeah. So so if you have hot sons, you so, know, and you want to showcase them, or if you are like Brenda and you want to see someone's hot son and, you know, just spice up the bring your son yeah. to work day. Uh-huh. Why not? Yeah. Well, if you like that, um, and I'm I do. sure you do, then you're going to love this. This is nomonkeybusiness.com. Have mm-hmm. you heard? I have. Oh, cool. Then you... Here we go. Hi, I am a red-blooded American. I believe in the American dream. I believe that a person with nothing can build an empire as long as they have the drive to do so. But not for monkeys, damn it. They, they shouldn't be opening businesses. They're monkeys. 
I'm 100% against monkey business. That's why I visit nomonkeybusiness.com, an anti-monkey message board that feeds my hate and anger. <laughs> the website, once again, is nomonkeybusiness.com. Huh. Wow. It's like a, it's like a 4chan and 8chan for people who ate monkeys. I actually see a lot of similarities probably between the people who would use these both these products and online right. uh, websites. Yeah. 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 Nambla? Probably. Yeah. All right, thank you to our fake sponsors. I already forgot the name of them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We'll have some more later. As we move on into our main topic today, we are going to talk Thor Love and Thunder. We're going to talk Spoilers, so full spoiler in It's effect. been a few weeks by this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, if, if you're going to come back to this afterwards, cool, but if you've seen it or you don't mind, then... I also feel like there's... Not a lot to spoil. Not a lot to spoil. No, there... There's that. one storyline plot that I can think of that is spoilable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's... Isn't that perishable? If something spoils, it's perishable. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I think you're right. So there's only one thing in this that I think is perishable. Absolutely. That sounds so the, much better. The rest of it is pretty darn shelf stable. Uh, so <laughs> That's so, a good half-life. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, so do you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. No, I mean, you're only going to live half your life. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> then we better hurry up and get as many <laughs> yeah, of these we, recordings done because I don't think I'm making it to 80 and I'm no, damn near 40. No, no, no. All right. So, Thor Wait, Love why'd and Why'd you say no? You don't think I'm going to make it to 80? <laughs> I said so. No, before that, let the recording show. Oh, and then I said no, so? Yeah. Okay. I probably did. Yeah. I probably don't think you will. That's fine. Thor Love and Thunder, what did you think? Just overall thoughts. Let's just start there. Your overall thoughts about Thor Love and Thunder, the new Taika Waititi joint. I felt it was just okay. Okay. Yeah. And then it gets me thinking about... Um, the collective Marvel two, which I think we can do our own separate podcast on. In fact, I think we should right. of is four phase four in trouble. Where are we going in phase four? Nothing really in phase four has been that great. And people who, what about Spider-Man? I'm like, well, Spider-Man technically is on loan. He's not, you know what I'm saying? But it's still in their phase. Yes. Well, the, the, every phase has good movies and bad movies. We've I think that had a lot. I think the worry here is that we have been having a string of just nothing really great. Right. And like, where are we going? What are we doing? What's the goal? Now that's not on before. this sorry, but I was just say that's not on the shoulders of this movie alone. But no, it yeah. didn't feel like it helped progress anything. Whereas you remember at the end of what, Captain America they introduced or not Captain America, whatever, Iron Man two? They introduced Thor, you know, because Mjolnir had touch base in okay. the desert. And, you know, all the other but there's like nothing's like where are we going? I really feel like what they need to do is I know that they're they're banking on properties that have already been proven successful. Yeah. Well, they did huge box office in its opening weekend. But th this is Marvel. Like, they need to start bringing in some new characters. And I think as, and not just this movie, I feel this way about the Black Widow movie, uh, Eternals, and Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Suckiness. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang I... right, well, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. But, Until the CGI but still, at the end. But yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but it still is like, where are we going? What are we doing? And why are we, am I as a viewer left like we're just doing Saturday morning cartoons mm -hmm. in the form of a movie rather than building towards something? And I get it. They had the big blow off already that they spent 10 years and 18 movies or whatever it was building towards and that paid off 
resoundingly awesome with uh you know the infinity war movies but i'm just kind of like so what are we doing now yeah it's just like oh it's just marvel they'll, <clears throat> they'll like it but and the, and and the unfortunate thing is is it may not be it's marvel they'll like it but they sure as hell know that oh it's marvel they'll buy it yeah and this is the case with us for example we're fanboys through and through yes and but we're not afraid to you know talk out loud about the things we don't like too but that's part of us enjoying that geekdom yeah that we feel we're a part of it's all plus and minus for sure and i, I oh god so i just don't want to like hold this movie in and of itself responsible for a larger issue i'm yeah. feeling but after almost the last five marvel movies spider-man being an exception i'm still left just feeling like where's the cohesion where are we going? And now speaking specifically about this movie, just in and of itself from, you know, opening scene to end credits, felt a little too goofy. And I get that very it was very successful in uh, Ragnarok because, you know, the two previous Thor movies were kind of like, in some people's eyes, a little too serious. And then it went way left. And it was a hard left. And I know a lot of people who didn't work for and I understand that it worked for me, but it felt like they were just trying to say, hey, remember what, you know, you liked about Ragnarok so much? We're basically going to reskin that in a way less impactful way. Like this movie went nowhere, really. No, I, I mean, I think it had a purpose. I didn't mind the story. I didn't mind the villain. They, it, it actually has, was sort of whittled down. If you think about you're dealing with gods and stuff, which seems like, how do you, how do you whittle that story down? But really this was a, a man kidnapped some children and our protagonist is trying to get them back. That's, yeah. that's really the, that's the, the heart of it. Of it right. Yeah. Um, and the thing that made the last Thor movie so incredible was it was a, a really good, like it was like a perfect mix of the humor the action, the visuals, mm -hmm. and somehow Taika Waititi kind of re one well, him and the other writers sure. were able to rewrite and direct the characters to be um, serious when it needed to be serious, but yeah. funny when it, it, it needed to be It didn't betray the character or it didn't totally, you know, uh, 180 them. I feel like, and, I, and, and in this case, I actually feel like Thor didn't have that serious redeeming he was part, a, he, where it they made balanced. him a goofy uncle yeah and to to his detriment like and yeah. i just think about the very first um the very first battle scene mm -hmm. when he's with the guardians of the galaxy that and was a nothing scene they're in the guardians of the galaxy are battling and he's just overlooking meditating napping with his blanket like for whatever reason his own team is out there risking their lives and could die. And and then he comes, just shows I'm all powerful, and then he takes out the, the, the army. Mm -hmm. No problem. Yeah, and he destroys a lot in the in the process. I don't mind the battle itself, and I don't mind him just taking everybody out with this kind of comedic slapstick scene almost. Yeah. But I couldn't just I couldn't help but be like, wait, wait, wait. So your team was over there fighting, like getting shot at. And you could have done something and you were just out, you're just hanging out on the side and waiting for them to come get you. 
Yeah, a little weird. Like, so there's there's things that I think were written into this story that made, like, they were prioritizing the, the humor more than they were pri- prioritizing a cohesive story. Yeah, I feel that. And I feel like it was a little bit the other way around in the previous Thor movie. Yes. Where they, they said, we've got a great idea of a story, and if we stylize it the right way, we use the right music, and... You know, we put some humor in. It'll be like the ultimate Marvel movie, and it was. And then this one, they took they took it in the slight. They, they instead of keeping the balance, they just went too far in one direction. Right. I still think it, that my overall thoughts on this movie is it was beautiful. There was a lot to like about this. Yeah. I think some of the action scenes were really good. Mm-hmm. Some of them not so much. And I think Gore the God Butcher was a good villain, but who was criminally unutilized. Yeah, he was underutilized. Um, I actually didn't care for his character. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that he could have shown more to make you like him if they would have given him a chance. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with you there. And if you have the power to kill gods, wouldn't you just have the power to bring your daughter back? But well, now, now no, I mean, not necessarily. But well, he brought her da- his daughter back. Yeah. Well, so he, why didn't he just make that his mission from the start? Oh yes. Yeah. If he knew that all he had to do was go to this one place, why would he kill all the gods in the meantime? Just go there and wish. It's your like fine, back. have your daughter back. And he's like, well, no. Now it's the principal thing. You you mocked me and you treated me like dirt. By the way, his his story, the Gore the God Butcher story. Uh huh. Is so much better in the comics. I'm sure. I, I, I felt no connection to this character. And I thought he was oddly cheesy at times when he's like talking to kids. He's like trying yeah. to be like a boogeyman and like a spectral, like, ooh, kids. It was like two different characters sometimes. Yeah, and I, I didn't get the sense that they ever established he had like some type of, you know, dissociative identity disorder. Well, and, 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 and this is a thing that Marvel has done in the past couple of movies. They have a thing that makes the villain evil. Yeah. The sword corrupted him. The book uh, in, in, multiverse. in Multiverse of Madness corrupted Wanda. Yeah. Those, to me, are not interesting villains. The interesting villains are the Thanoses of the world who believe, or, or Loki, who believe what they're doing is right. Or they have some other, you know, with Loki, it was like, it was this sort of mischievous, like, I'm getting back at my family because I've got these deeper issues and yeah. stuff like that. That, to me, is a better villain. And in the original comic book story, his daughter did die while Mm -hmm. he's sitting there praying to the gods for help. And then when she dies, he goes to his tribe and he's like, guys, I don't think the gods exist. They let my daughter die. They're letting all of us die. And they're like, oh, that's blasphemous. Get out of here. And so he's banished. So he's cast out, yeah. But then he sees two gods fighting. Or I can't remember if he saw the fight or if he just saw the end result of the fight. But either way, he sees gods fighting. He's like, oh my god, gods do exist, yet they don't care about us. Fuck gods. And I'm going to go kill gods. And he took the sword off of one of the dead gods. Yeah. And But in this case, it was like the the Thor, the Thor, the sword had a mind of its own. It was found the ring. Him. It was the ring of power. Yeah. And, but yeah, at least they established where that was based in, of course, because the lore, whether you read the book, watch movies... This sword just automatically started whispering to him and made him a Smeagol. Like I just was like, okay, I've just oh, all right, with, if you say so. With no background on the sword itself, nothing. 
Yeah. Just um, like there was no background on the book of Ashanti or the book of darkness or whatever the hell uh, it was in Multiverse it's just of Madness. A, it's just a plot device. Yeah. But the, like, there's no reason to connect or want to deeper understand. They're just like, no, it just makes them bad. Okay. And like, okay. Like, okay. I guess, I, I guess we now have a bad guy again. Yeah. And that's why for that reason more, it just felt like a Saturday morning cartoon. Just like, uh-huh. Hey, real fast action, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But it's like, hold on. I didn't have anything to actually like meditate on or chew on, you know? Yeah. I'm going to get you, God freak. Yeah. So, God, the Gore Butcher, Gore, <laughs> Gore Vidal. Um, I know he, it's pronounced Gal Gadot. All, yeah. all of them, you know. Yeah. Um, they're all part of this problem. <laughs> um, God, Wonder Woman 1984 sucked, by the way. <laughs> I still remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, to me, something I was just like, I almost wanted to just be like, is anyone else noticing this? Like you said comics and in the movie the basis for his descent into madness and villainy is the loss of his daughter so what does he do goes and kidnaps kids and he was gonna kill them well now one can argue oh it's because he was corrupted but to me some semblance of him that that's the same problem i had with the wanda thing she wants her kids so badly that he she's willing to take another mother away from somebody else's kids so that she can have them like that that there's a real flaw in the thinking, and you just have to chalk it up to well, their their They're mind corrupt. has been corrupted. Yeah, and that was but it that really was lazy. makes no sense. Like if you're so broken up about your kid, why are you ta- taking kids from people who are not? Gods? You're just going to create more monsters. Yeah, they're not gods. They're just innocents like your daughter. So, yeah, yeah I, that was another thing. It's like out of all the things for him to do, don't take kids. Yeah, it's weird. Based right? on what his entire motivation is. As a basically a bait because, oh, I heard about this Thor guy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot for me to really like about this movie. At no point where I was like, oh, this is just bad or it's unwatchable. But stop me if you heard this before. But, you know, just like my own personal barometer for if I really liked a game, movie, or something, whatever. Would you see it again? And I'm just not going to be in a rush. Yeah. I think like Ragnarok is the kind of movie that I could see over and over again. I even like the first Thor perfectly fine. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I think but, the first Thor was better than this. Yeah, this was probably the third least good or third best, however you want to sure. scale it. But yeah, it, it was goes just Ragnarok, a, Thor 1, Thor Love and Thunder, Thor 2. Yeah, and it's just a shade really above Dark World. Um, was it the, the Dark World, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Here's something I did like, though. I liked the... No, actually, no, I didn't. <laughs> Damn it. I'm not trying to be super negative, but the Jane Foster thing was not explained either. Like, why would Mjolnir call out to her the same way the sword called out to Gore? And then... They explained it. I don't mm, think they did a good job of it. But then it was killing her. That was stupid. That was really stupid. Like, hey, use me and become all powerful, but I'm mm-hmm. going to life drain you even faster than the disease you're, it, you're working with. I didn't, I was just like, yeah, what? It, it didn't, that, that, I, when they said that, when he was like, no, it's killing you. I was like, what? I, I remember thinking, then wait, stop using it. But then why is it trying, to, it's trying to help her, but now you're saying it's killing her. She was dying anyway. I, 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 I liked the concept of Mjolnir reaching out to her to save her. But then the fact, the whole story point, but then they want killing her yeah. didn't. It didn't. It like fast tracked her. It like drained her life force or something like that more so than 
the trajectory she was already on. That yeah, that felt. You know what weird. I did like about the Mjolnir thing, thing though is how it, since it was broken into pieces, she could use that as a weapon, and so her hammer became something completely different, where she could almost that was cool. spread it in a, in like this cool shotgun sense. And I, I actually really enjoyed every scene with Jane Foster's Thor and that hammer. Thor Almighty or the the Mighty Thor. Is that yeah? That's okay. Yeah. I I just uh, I like the f- the action scenes with her in it. I thought they were really good. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, the the action was great. The the humor was good until it was overdone. Like the whole jealous weapon thing. I'm like once was enough. Okay. Yeah. And then the um what else I felt was like overdone. Oh, the screaming goats. After like the fifth time I was like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm getting over this now. Fast. You know what's funny is that was one of those things that I just was like, I find it funny every time. I don't know why. I found it progressively Annoying. less funny. I totally understand that. I, yeah. I'm surprised I found it funny every time. No, then that's cool. You like what you like. You know what I, I loved about the last movie, the last Thor movie was the music. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about the beginning of this uh, movie was the music. But then by the fourth Time you hear Guns and Roses song from the same album. Yeah. Like literally, how how a soundtrack shouldn't be somebody else's album. Yeah, we've listened to Appetite for Destruction once or twice. And I just after a while, I I felt like they were kind of trying to hit the same feeling every time they were going into battle. It was the same feel. And he's charging up right when like it's hitting a crescendo. Yeah, yeah, it was a little overdone. That I, I by the end of it, I got kind of. Really just annoyed with. Yeah, understandable. I loved the fight scene with the kids. Oh, that was, or that, or that the was action fun. sequence. Where... It reminded me of uh, Shazam. Remember when his friends get Shazam oh, yeah, too, yeah. and all of a sudden just these like Joe blows, you know, have no business. But that was kind of fun. I thought it was. I thought it was cute. It, the this once again story wise, they couldn't think of a good way to give the kids power, so they just said, "Oh." How about we just allow Thor the ability now to give Yeah, Thor can Thor do pretty powers. much whatever. He just whispers it into his hammer or axe. Stormbreaker. Storm and, then the, and then all these kids just get these awesome powers. I, I still think it was worth um, the scene because it was such a good scene. But I just wish they would spend one or two minutes longer just to somehow make that make sense yeah just a little piece of dialogue or something like that um there's a lot in this movie that has us to suspend disbelief oh, a whole bunch and oh, i understand it's a now thor has become goofy for better or for worse more for worse in this case for me in this movie but you know they've definitely taken thor in a certain direction and it's getting wackier and zanier little cheesier i'll come back to that in a minute um but yeah even then it's just like just give us just something to to be like oh okay at least this is accounted for instead of just right. like here just here it is on screen That's- i think they tried to do that with with natalie portman having cancer and I, I think they tried to balance it and say oh you got all this funny stuff well wait till you see who has cancer and it was a, a weird one too you know what i yeah, mean yeah it, it it um one was they were both too far distanced from each other. Yes, it was. It was a weird way to like kind of shift between the two. Um, there was no subtlety either way. Yeah. And yeah, it was. Just, it was a little bit of a weird thing to see the two competing components of the character just sometimes five minutes away from each other. Let me just make some last points. I think we we're hitting a good time here. Um, I thought this scene with Zeus was really cheesy. 
and I hated just like the the hamburger hamburger. What's the uh, thing that you get a hamburger with a Happy Meal looking toy that was the lightning bolt? That was cheesy. It just yeah. It looked. It looked. Did you ever see a it's movie? Such a weird weapon. Yeah, just like hey, it, do you ever see a movie called um, Flash Gordon? Remember that? Long, I mean, that old super yeah, cheesy. Yeah. Like, I, it got into Flash. Time. It got to Flash Gordon territory. I bet it was kind of trying that. No, I'm sure, but yeah. it just it didn't work for me. I thought the Guardians. I thought that was so cool at the end of uh, Infinity War Endgame. You know, will be as Guardians of the Galaxy, and they made a, a point that like you know Star Lord and Thor are going to try to like out Captain each yeah. other. They just they gave it up. First like, scene. It was like 30 seconds. Dude, did the Guardians? Just all the guys that were part of it, they looked like they filmed in one day and they looked uninterested. Yes. Yeah, it was like Including weird. Chris Pratt. like Who's like the charisma guy and stuff like that. And, but his hair was all messed up and he just looked disheveled. He looked tired, yeah. And I'm like, this is a Marvel movie, guys. You guys have makeup and hair and makeup on staff, and What's the right? point of bringing them in for a free, literally five minutes tops? Well, they set I didn't up, like that. The fact that they set up, and I get the I get the idea that like you might have this vision one way, and then you give it to a director, and the director goes, "I'd rather go this way," and they go, "All right, go ahead, yeah. Ryan Johnson." But like in this case, they were building up what would have been a really good team up. I think. Yeah. Having having the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, they could have literally ca- called it the As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like as the movie, and and had that be the team, but. We, we didn't get that. We got a, um, hey, we actually realized that none of us are really friends at the beginning. It was, a, then, it was a cameo, basically. It was. Well, it, but, but in also, not, I mean, not only a cameo, but the Guardians of the Galaxy strengthened their love for each other. And they looked right past Thor and were basically like, we don't care about you. We don't want you here. Which flies in the face of everything that they've been through. Yeah. And then they said, yeah, we're just going to leave and not think twice. I was excited to see, like, oh, this could be a fun... Because, you know, they've each had their own Thor 3 movies, Guardians 2 movies, plus all the collabs. I'm like, oh, this could be fun to, like, you know, give these guys who are veterans at this point, you know, like a new direction to head in. No, we just kind of wrote that off fast and quick. Yeah, that did bug me. Yeah. And I almost, even with with the way that the actors were, I almost wondered if some of them were just digitally put in. It felt like it. Like or they, they were like cut out of other scenes that they were in. It really looked together. like it, didn't because it? Because they, they had no personality and they know, were just Mantis Andy's... was doing her laugh thing. But I was like, I've seen that laugh I've almost seen that, like, points that and animation. It looked like yeah. an animation. No, they were just NPCs. It was weird. Yeah. One thing, though, I would like to see them do. So when someone in the Marvel family, you know, perishes, they uh, typically look to avenge them, right? So, like, how are they going to, like, find and defeat cancer now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the Easter eggs were, nah. Why couldn't they have just, like, had Thor at the end? Like, you know, he shows him wherever he is. And then all of a sudden he just, like, turns a corner. And then Loki's just like, oh, hello, brother. I've discovered something. Something like that. I wanted Loki back because they made a way for him to come back. Oh, yeah. And they didn't do that. I, that, to me, would have been awesome. Last question I have, or last thing I have, is a question. Is the sword that corrupted Gore the God Butcher and gave him ability to act mediocrely in this movie <laughs> and not be on the screen that much, is that the same sword that we saw at the end of Eternals? Because they were like black, smoky swords where they both... Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. No, nah, well, not much was worth remembering from so, Eternals. So, I don't know if they're going to go with the lore of the comics, but this is actually like a sword that's been around for a super long time that... Um, it has some connection to the symbiotes, actually. I can't remember. Like, oh, that's uh, cool. The, the, there was like some 
the very first symbiote, I think, had this sword. But that's another thing. This sword should be super powerful, and it should be like something that like it, it, it makes me think of the dark saber in mm -hmm. the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's like this super rare um, item that like is highly sought after. This sword should have had more focus in itself. It should have been shown what it can do and how cool it is. But instead, all it was was him Just sticking it in the ground. A conduit then, for summoning shadow monsters. And then shadow monsters Who come were out. basically the putty patrol. They were putty. Exactly. Yeah. The moment he had putties or, you know, a, a, a the faceless, faceless army, yeah. I kind of was like, oh, I don't want them to go this direction. I'd... It just smacked of generic. Yeah. Genericism? Generic? It, it was generic. It was generic. Last thing that I want to point out. Please. I do feel like I'm... Speak your mind, brother. This is a safe this, space. But I, I actually think you're going to find my my rating to be much higher than expected. But the last thing that bugged me was how out of everything in the universe, somehow with no explanation, Thor's axe is the one way that he can break through into the center of the universe to go to the one thing that you can make a wish at. Yeah. Like all of that made no sense. It it reminded me of um, on not something not Boromir, not Mjolnir, but like that one place where they went to go get the soul stone and you had to throw you had to give up something you love. Uh, yeah. Whatever I, that planet is. Yes, right? I got you. That is the same idea in my head where there's this weird magical situation where you have to sacrifice and there's a certain way to get it. And it doesn't really make sense, but it made sense in the story in which they told it. This one didn't make sense. They met. They made it a magic wand, basically. Yeah, they made it a magic wand, and surprise, the only thing that can open it was Thor's axe. Yeah, I. It's, I you know, like what? it just made for a cool visual where the uh, that's it. All right. So that was the last. How thing about this? I'm gonna guess what you're gonna rate it, mm -hmm. and you're gonna guess what I'm gonna rate it. Okay. You said, despite how you what you've been saying might be meh, so I'm saying you're going to like it enough to give it like an 8. No, I wouldn't give it an 8. Okay, good. Because I wouldn't either. I would give it a 7. Okay. Um, because I walked away still entertained. I was entertained, but it asked me to just kind of... Disbelief, or suspend disbelief too much. And then just and... like not really care about where they're going, because this was just basically right. a large just little detour off of the whatever Phase 4 is building to, which feels freaking incongruent with each other but but we might see some stuff come together hopefully but okay um do you want another thor movie standalone yes actually i do i'm cool if they go like 20 years from now and he's a little more grizzled looking and his daughter's like a young warrior princess or something or the the, the kid whatever sure but but the, but the mcu timeline doesn't jump around no they much don't. like that um but i think so by the way that the girl in there is his actual daughter oh and I would not mind seeing a Thor movie with him and Love yeah. teaming up in some way. She's going to have to realize, uh, you killed my dad at some point. That's yeah. a small price to pay for living again, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what would you think I'm rating it on? I think you would rate it... Scale a, 1 to 10. I think you would rate it a 6. I did and would. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. What well, now? What do we do now? I don't know. I got nothing. I, I got... An inspirational uh, piece of inspiration okay. that I'd like to inspire you with. Oh, that's sometimes people need quotes 
to help them just really live their lives to the fullest. True that. Es- uh, yeah. Especially when they are awesome yep. and they are uh, geek based perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I have one such thing for you. So you have an I have awesome, an awesome quote in like some in somewhere within geek history. I think that's a fair right. a, yeah. a assessment. And um, I have been rewatching the, well, Sopranos isn't really geek, but you can geek out about anything. Sure. Sure. It's not geek culture. Um, I've been just slowly rewatching that in my spare time. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember the character of Polly Walnuts? So I never watched it. Okay. So but if I did, I would absolutely you, remember somebody named Polly Walnuts. Yeah. Played by... That's my D&D name. Uh, Tony Sirico, who unfortunately just passed away uh, like a week or two ago. And so he's known for his meanderings on the show and being a mobster. And this is one of my favorite quotes from him. And um, I think you'll find it oddly relatable. Okay. Why do piss and shit and fucking all happen within a two-inch radius? Everybody asks that, Paulie. There's no answer for it. They're all sources of pleasure, though. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I, I agree with you, sir. They are. Yeah, so R.I.P. to Polly Walnuts, Tony Sirico. And uh, let's put this episode to bed. This was 128th Thor Love and So R.I.P. to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Return in propriety. Sure. That's what we're saying. We will return next time. Uh, Next time we're talking about The Boys Season 3. Full spoiler alert. Really excited to talk about that. Thank you for being a fan of our fandom. And stay geeky. Oh, and email us, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And stay geeky. And follow us on Twitter at randomfandomwbb. And stay geeky.